Welcome to Into the Deep, a podcast by Gosford Parish, the Shrine of St. John Paul II. Join us each week as we dive deeper into the upcoming Sunday's Gospel readings and explore the things Christ is doing in our hearts and in yours. Whether you're new to the faith or have been following Jesus for a long time, you are most welcome here. In the words of St. John Paul II, do not be afraid, do not be satisfied with mediocrity, put out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. Hello everyone, it's lovely to be here again, uh, especially on this special weekend when we celebrate Solemnity of the Ascension of the Lord. I'm here today again with our uh, amazing young women, Jamie, our Shrine and Formation Coordinator. Welcome, Jamie. Thank you. What an introduction. And I'm here with our awesome parish priest, Father Greg. And let's just dive right into this Sunday's Gospel. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. The Commissioning of the Disciples. Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And remember... I am with you always, to the end of the age. The Ascension of the Lord is a major event in the Christian faith, marking the moment when Jesus, after his resurrection, ascended into heaven to sit at the right hand of God the Father. It is celebrated on the 40th day after Easter Sunday, and is an important moment in the church liturgical year. The gospel reading for the solemnity of the ascension of the Lord comes from Matthew, and it is a powerful passage that reminds us of our mission as Christians and the importance of spreading the word of God to all people. The passage begins by telling us that the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had directed them. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. This is a reminder that even those closest to Jesus, his disciples, still had doubts and fears, despite seeing him risen from the dead. Jesus then approaches his disciples and says, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. This passage is known as Great Commission, and it is a call to action for all Christians. Jesus is giving us a mission a purpose, and a responsibility. He is commissioning us to go out into the world and spread the good news of his love, to baptize and to teach others to follow his commandments. The Great Commission is not just for the disciples who were present with Jesus on that mountain. It is for all of us 
who call ourselves Christians. We are all called to be disciples of Jesus, to live a life that reflects his love and teachings, and to share that love and message with others. Jesus reassures his disciples, saying, And surely I am with you always, to the very end of the age. This is a reminder that we are not alone in our mission, that Jesus is with us always, guiding us and supporting us. The ascension of the Lord marks the end of Jesus' physical presence on earth, but is also the beginning of a new chapter in our faith journey. It is a reminder that our mission as Christians is ongoing and that we are called to continue the work that Jesus began. As we celebrate the solemnity of the ascension of the Lord, let us reflect on the Great Commission and what it means for us in our daily lives. How can we live as disciples of Jesus, spreading his love and message to those around us? How can we better serve God and the people of our communities? And I think this year of discipleship in our parish is a great opportunity to answer this question. What does it mean for me to be disciple of God, disciple of Jesus? Let us also take comfort in the knowledge that Jesus is with us always, guiding us and supporting us on our journey. May we go forth with courage, faith and love, fulfilling the mission that Jesus has given us and bringing the light of his love to all those we encounter. In conclusion, the solemnity of the ascension of the Lord and the Gospel reading of Matthew for today's Sunday reminds us of our mission as Christians. We are called to be disciples of Jesus, spreading his love and message to all people, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Wow, I can't believe it has been 40 days since Easter. We're nearly at the end of our Easter season. And today, as Father Greg was mentioning, we're celebrating the Solemnity of the Ascension. So before we kind of dive into the beautiful words you spoke and the gospel, Father Greg, would you be able to tell us what exactly is a Solemnity? What's the difference between a feast day and a Solemnity? And why is this day so special for us as Catholics? In the Catholic Church, both uh, feast days and solemnities are days uh, set aside to honor and celebrate important events or figures in the history of the Church. However, there are some differences between the two. Importance is the first. Solemnities are considered more important than feast days. Solemnities are the highest ranking liturgical celebrations in the Catholic Church and in the church calendar, whereas feast days are of lower rank. Other thing is liturgical color. On solemnities, the liturgical color is white or gold, which signifies joy and celebration. On feast days, the liturgical color is usually the color of the season, 
or red for martyrs. Observance is the other one. Solemnities are observed with the highest level of solemnity, while feast days are observed with a lower level of solemnity. And the last one, I think, is the obligation. Some solemnities are obligatory for Catholics to attend Mass, while feast days are not obligatory. For example, when we celebrate feast, uh, is kind of day when we remember apostles. For example, St. Philip and James, apostles. This, this is the feast day. Also, when we celebrate uh, uh, St. Mark Evangelist, he's also feast. Usually on the feast day we say Gloria, but we don't say Creed. But when we celebrate solemnities, for example, solemnity like Ascension of the Lord, uh, Our Lady Help of Christians in Australia, this is solemnity because it's a very important uh, day for Australia. Uh, also, we have the Most Holy Trinity, this is also solemnity. Corpus Christi Sunday, solemnity. So then we say Gloria, we say Creed. It's why, because these days are a higher level of celebration for us in Catholic Church. Awesome. Thank you for that. I think it's really important to understand and something that I definitely wasn't aware of. So great to keep an eye out, even noticing the different vestments that the priests are wearing and the colors in the church as we as we celebrate this solemnity. And something else is I don't know why, but I think because the word solemn is in solemnity, I thought, oh, this means that it's like a sad day in the church or something like because that word's associated with being sad and all of that kind of stuff but in the church it signifies the importance of these feast days and as such I think it's really important to unpack the gospel this week and explore a little bit about what is actually going on and what Jesus is talking about. So I think when we read the gospel today we see once again this theme of doubt play out among the disciples and I think as we've been unpacking these gospels each week it's something that I've definitely noticed. We've talked about a lot is the importance of trusting in God and the the prevalence of doubt even among Jesus's disciples in the gospels and once again today we see the same thing the gospel says when they saw him they worshiped him but some doubted and I think when we read that I don't know about you but I can definitely relate to that struggle with doubt and I always thought that you know, you read about the disciples and how they go out and they spread the gospel to the ends of the earth and they do all these incredible things and some of them literally die for their faith. They die rather than betray Jesus and not stand up for their faith. And I don't know, but I would read that and think, well, obviously they had that they had that trust in Jesus. They literally got to see all of the miracles. They literally saw him die and rise from the dead like it would have been so much easier for them 2,000 years ago to have that faith in Jesus compared to us now where obviously Jesus is truly present with us in the church, but sometimes he feels a lot further away than he was for them. And I don't know about you, but I've thought from time to time that when I've really struggled with doubt or when I've struggled to really put Jesus at the center of my life or I've been more concerned with being judged by others rather than committing fully to my faith that like I said it would have been so much easier if I was just alive at Jesus's day because Jesus would have been there and I would have known that it was him you know they could the disciples could be a hundred percent sure that what they were saying was the truth and they could be a hundred percent certain that Jesus was with them because he was physically with them 
But as we've been reading this, that's not really the impression that the disciples give. A lot of the times, they're the ones doubting Jesus. They're the ones asking him the questions. You know, we looked at St. Thomas a couple of weeks ago. He really doubted Jesus had risen from the dead and demanded to see the, see the scars on Jesus' hands before he believed. You know, they knew Jesus. They saw him perform miracles and draw crowds of thousands and heal people and rise people from the dead and then himself rise from the dead. And now he was sending them to do the same, and yet they still doubted him. And I think at this point when we read this gospel, I don't think the disciples were doubting whether Jesus was the Son of God or whether he was the Savior. I think he had proven it over and over again at this point. What they were really doubting and wondering was whether they were up to this task that Jesus had set them. Could they really do all the things Jesus was sending them to do? Could they really go and make disciples of all nations when a lot of them had never left the the towns where they lived? And I love so much what Jesus says to them here because he doesn't say, you know, you guys, you're so smart. You're so wise. You've got this. You know, I picked you because you are the bravest and the smartest and the best people that I could find. You know, Jesus doesn't say that. He says instead, remember, I am with you always until the end of the age. And, you know, obviously the disciples, they they did go and spread that message. The fact that I'm sitting here talking to you right now about Jesus attests to the fact that they really spread the gospel to the ends of the earth. But I think a lot of the times we can relate to that as well, that doubt, not that Jesus doesn't love us, but that we can really do the tasks that he sets for us and that we can really spread the gospel and do what he asks of us. And yet I think like the disciples, Jesus knows, he knows your heart and he knows you better than you know yourself and he's not going to call you to do something that is so out of the realm of possibility for you and yet he's also not going to he's also not going to you know falsely build you up I know when I've struggled with doubt I have the best mom and she would always you know say oh you're so you're so good you're so smart you've got this all the encouragement and while I love that and appreciate that it didn't really resonate with me because I wouldn't believe it, you know? And so Jesus, well, he, he doesn't build up his disciples. He instead says that he will be with them. He promises them his presence even when they leave. Even He promises their presence even though he's now ascending into heaven. And so this isn't the end of the story. We might hear this today's gospel and think, okay, well, now Jesus, he's, he's given his mission and he's, you know, he's left. He's this is the end of this story, but rather this is the beginning of the mission of the church. This is the beginning of the church that we are now a part of today. Jesus's ascension into heaven might sound like him leaving or abandoning us on earth to just work things out for ourselves, but instead he promises his presence always. And I want to say it again because I think it's so powerful to remember that Jesus says to his disciples, 2000 years ago as he's saying to you now remember i am with you always always in the hard moments in the easy ones in the joyful times in the sorrowful ones he is with us always and he doesn't just call us to this mission but he equips us with his presence because he knows that ultimately that's all we need and even when the disciples were doubting not only jesus but themselves and whether they were really the ones he should have called he, he doesn't build them up with this false, you know, pride of you're so great. And I know that 
my I know that the mission I've given you will succeed because of you he knows it will succeed because of him because of who Jesus is and who he promises to be and so for us that kind of means that the pressure's off in a way obviously we need to take our mission seriously but we also need to know that it's not really relying on us it relies on Christ and therefore it will never fail and just as the disciples here I'm with you always until the end of the age we hear that today too and it's still relevant for us today last week when we had our podcast I said that when it was the gospel about um, uh, Jesus saying that there's many rooms in my father's house that this is the common gospel for funerals but this weekend actually uh, the, the gospel which we just heard um, is about uh, baptisms so always when we baptize children we read this uh, reading because this is how Jesus instructed us to do go and uh, around the world go to all the nations baptize them baptize them in the name of the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit and I think this is a kind of a direction Jesus wants us to do uh, for him to b- baptize all people around the world well Father Greg, I have a question for you because obviously as someone that actually baptizes people as a priest and this week's gospel speaks about Jesus telling his disciples to go and baptize the nations. What do you think is the importance of our baptism? Why why is that so important and why is that something that Jesus makes really clear in his in his words to the disciples before he leaves. Thank you so much for this uh, c- uh, question. I think the importance of baptism uh, is uh, something that we need to carry in our hearts uh, this mission of Jesus. And there's few uh, actually reasons why we uh, baptize and why this is important. First of all, a symbolic uh, of spiritual rebirth. Baptism is seen as a symbolic representation of the spiritual rebirth that takes place when a person uh, becomes a follower of a particular faith, particular in our situation, Jesus and being Christian. It is believed to uh, signify the washing away of sin and beginning of a new life in Christ. The other thing, uh, uh, another reason is why we baptize is to enter into the community. Uh, Baptism is often seen as the rite of uh, passage that marks the entry of a person into the community of believers. It is a public declaration of one's faith and commitment to the teachings of the particular religion. In our situation, when many times we baptize children, so parents represent them, they bring them for baptism and they profess faith in Jesus Christ on behalf of those children. And uh, other reason is commandment. In Christianity, baptism is considered a commandment of Jesus Christ himself, what we heard in today's gospel, who instructed his followers to baptize believers in the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. And the other one is uh, a a sacrament. A sacrament is very important because uh, this is the first sacrament 
of all seven sacraments we have in Catholic Church and uh, this actually opens the gate to other sacraments. We can receive Holy Communion, Reconciliation, a priesthood, get married uh, in this sacramental way if we are not baptized. Um, uh, uh, I think this is very important uh, to receive baptism uh, for us, which is the gate to other sacraments in the Church. Beautiful. I think it's so important. Obviously, for a lot of us, our baptism was a long time ago. Or if you're new into the church, then obviously it wouldn't be as long. But I think it's something super special to reflect on and appreciate as not just a, a right that we have, but a gift, a beautiful gift that God gives us. Those who are listening to our podcast, they know that we usually sum up everything with a few lessons for us. Uh, uh, based on the gospel, what we learn from that gospel, what we learn from the words of Jesus. So today we actually have another few lessons we learn from the ascension of the Lord and today's gospel. Uh, first uh, is uh, Christ is divine. The ascension uh, of the Lord affirms that Jesus Christ is not just human being, but also divine. It shows that he has power over life and death. And he is son of God who was sent to save humanity. The second thing we can reflect on today is that Jesus is our mediator. The ascension of the Lord marks the end of Jesus' physical presence on earth, but it also marks the beginning of his role as our mediator. He is now seated at the right hand of the Father, interceding for us and making sure that our prayers are heard. Other one is that we have a mission. Before ascending into heaven, Jesus gave his disciples a mission to spread the gospel and make disciples of nations. The ascension of the Lord reminds us that we also have a mission to fulfill as Christians, which is to spread the good news and make a positive impact in the world. Next is hope in the resurrection. The ascension of the Lord gives us hope in the resurrection. Just as Jesus ascended into heaven, we too will one day be raised up to eternal life if we believe in him and follow his teachings. And the last is that the Holy Spirit is always with us. After Jesus' ascension, the Holy Spirit descended upon his disciples, empowering them to carry out their mission. The Holy Spirit is still with us today, guiding us and giving us the strength to fulfill our calling as Christians. To sum up this reflection today, I think the ascension of the Lord reminds us of the power and glory of Jesus Christ and gives us hope and purpose as we carry out his mission in the world. Beautiful. So go and make disciples of all nations and remember that Jesus promises us that he will be with us always until the end of the age. And to finish us up for today, Father Greg, if you would like to lead us in prayer. Almighty God, we come before you on this day of the ascension of the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you for the gift of your Son, who gave his life for our salvation, and who now ascends to sit at your right hand. We pray that we may always keep our minds and hearts fixed on you, even as we go about our daily lives. Help us to remember that our ultimate goal is to be with you in heaven, where Christ now reigns in glory. 
As we celebrate the ascension, we pray for a deeper understanding of your plan for us and for the strength and courage to follow it. May we never lose sight of the fact that Jesus is with us always, even as he sits at the right hand. May we never lose sight of the fact that Jesus is with us always, even as he sits at your right hand. We ask this through Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Jamie, for sharing also your reflections for this uh, weekend. And we w wish everyone a pleasant weekend and good week. Thank you, everyone, and we will see you next week. <laughs>